Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Jarrett McKenzie talking about finance and answering your questions about uh, the market. We've got a question here from our good friend Edward Kelly who writes, uh, what's your opinion of OHI, it's uh, Omega Healthcare Investors, uh, REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, that focuses on elder care facilities. I know evaluating REITs is trickier than common stocks. You can't use the PE much. Uh, do you have any ways for the average investor to compare REITs? Uh, also, what's par value? What does it mean for the average guy? From what I can tell, it really doesn't mean much at all. And uh, if you're looking at equities and their par value gives you, usually it's like a buck. It's uh, That's an accounting figure that uh, was attributed to the stock when the thing was issued, uh, maybe even to the first investors before it even IPO'd. So uh, you're right, Ed, if you're talking about par value related to equity, uh, not much uh, not much can be derived from it. Um, if you talk about par value with a bond, though, I mean, this is the amount of money they're going to give you back. It's the face value of the bond. So uh, not much, uh, you're absolutely right, doesn't mean much at all when it comes to stocks. Uh, our opinion of OHI um, you're right. When it comes to uh, looking at any kind of a REIT, you're best to look at uh, uh, funds from operations. So basically that starts with net income. You add back uh, any non-cash items, which mainly are going to be depreciation, amortization. Uh, you would add amortization from any of the fixtures that are associated with the properties if, in fact, it is a, a property that you're talking about. Some REITs can be mortgage REITs, so uh, it's still, though, you know, you're not going to look too much at the earnings, uh, more at funds from operations. Uh, you reduce uh, that cash flow by um, any gains that you might have made on selling an asset, selling a property. Uh, and ultimately, you get down to a number that's more like cash flow. So funds from operations is a whole lot better to look at. And uh, if you look at OHI, one of the things that sticks out, if you're just talking about earnings, the payout ratio for the dividend, 120% of earnings. However, it only makes up about 68 69% of funds from operations. So the cash flow is there still sufficient to give you that uh, uh, that dividend payout, uh, which is north of 3%, um, and uh, pretty attractive. The, the stock doesn't meet our criteria to invest. Uh, the one thing I will tell you when it comes to real estate or real estate investment trusts, uh, those folks that, that uh, harp a lot on uh, diversification, it, it actually is a good way to get diversified. And the reason that we think that is because the correlation uh, which is uh, the the amount of movement and the price relative to uh, equities, especially the S&P 500, is relatively low. In fact, it's uh, below 0.3 in most cases, so less than 30% as uh, volatile as the S&P 500. One of those things that, that kind of... Uh, helps mitigate risk in a portfolio. Uh, if you look at it relative to gold, gold actually is negative relative to most uh, um, equity holdings. So, you know, gold's another one of those that it talks about uh, being good for diversifying a portfolio. Uh, you know, not the worst scenario that I've ever heard, but uh, as far as uh, just the quality of the company, uh, not a huge fan. Uh, elder care facilities, especially given uh, the, the huge portion of our population that is 
retiring and probably needing that sort of uh, care. Um, still not a horrible place to be. I just think I would pick a better company. So what about uh, the, the par value? I mean, in, I don't know how, how Ed, you're relating that to this exactly, but the par value, you know, basically uh, it, it determines the maturity value for that security eventually, which is a little bit different for a REIT than what it might be for uh, a bond, but it's it's basically what it is stated as in their uh, corporate charter once this thing is set up. And so you're right, it, it doesn't mean much in particular as far as this is concerned because, you know, this kind of trades a little more like a stock. Uh, but the par value itself, I don't know how much emphasis you guys would really place on that either, Troy. Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, it, uh, a REIT is like a stock in as much as it's never – they haven't promised to give you back any principal right. at any given time. So uh, there's really not a maturity date on an equity. So, you know, you can see it. a lot of folks report it, but I don't really know why. Yeah. Uh, you're best to look at market-related pricing and valuation uh, and and that's all I would focus on. So sure. Yeah. Uh, got another one here from Darren from Morrow. He says, uh, "What's the difference between a direct and an indirect rollover?" So I assume he's talking about his retirement account. Yeah, more than likely he's talking about a probably a 401k rolling that over into an IRA. Um, you know, a direct rollover would be. I mean, I can't think of any reason you wouldn't want to do a direct rollover unless it's just not an option uh, in your plan. But, the, you know, a direct rollover basically means you're transferring the money from custodian to custodian. Uh, so from your 401k plan administrator going over into the IRA uh, administrator, so like Charles Schwab or Fidelity or whoever. Yep. Um, so you know the the direct rollover basically means it because it's going from direct to direct. It's it's not going to be reported on your 1099. It's going to show up as um, just a, a non-taxable event. Yep. Um, the an indirect rollover difference being that the money comes to you first before you put it into the 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 IRA. Um, so the check would be made payable directly to you as an individual, and then it's your responsibility to make sure that money goes back into uh, the IRA within 60 days. Um, biggest problem with that is number one, you you might if if something happens and you're not able to get it in within 60 days, you're gonna have some splaining to do when it comes uh, right. tax time. It's gonna be reported on the 1099 as a taxable distribution, and then you have to basically prove that it went back into a retirement account within 60 days. Um, the other part of that is they're required to withhold federal taxes. I think 20% yep. is the number. Um, so, you know, in in the case that you can avoid it, a direct rollover is going to be always the way to go um, as, as long as you're able to do that. Um, if you do an indirect rollover, the, another sort of issue comes up. If you're only allowed to do those once every 12 months. So, you know, th there may be a need to uh, sometimes we've had clients that take a, sh a short-term loan, so to speak, from their IRA account where they, they take the money out, uh, use it, you know, for whatever purpose, and they know they're going to have the money to put back within 60 days. You can do that and avoid a, any kind of tax or penalty. Um, but if you've done an indirect rollover in the previous 12 months, then you won't be able to do it again. So just those are the, sort of the pros and cons, I guess. And, all pro for the direct, not not much pro for the indirect. There you go. Uh, you can do it, but you got to be really careful. you got to be careful. All right, so we got another one here. Kevin from Duluth asks, what do you think about Blue Apron's IPO? We did get that this week. Uh, I've heard you recommending avoiding IPOs, but I'm really interested in this company and their business model. Um, you know, 
I don't see how Blue Apron is all that different than so many of the other offerings that are out there. Um, if I might go through just a short list, um, this actually makes my biggest point. HelloFresh. Are they different than Freshly? How about Factors 75? This is the one that just kind of set me on my heels. Uh, Martha's Tasty Meal Box. Martha Stewart has a... a uh, exposure in this market, uh, Bistro MD, Green Chef, Plated, Green Blender, Luke's Local. Uh, these are all companies that are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. They all seem to provide fresh ingredients and a recipe and free delivery. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure how you differentiate, how you can build a moat around your business. Please, somebody well, not explain to mention, this to I mean, what, I mean, what's Amazon? <laughs> Let's yeah, talk about Amazon, Amazon Fresh. Just, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the 800-pound gorilla. And they're they're not giving you – I mean, you can order the ingredients yeah, you want. It's not exactly the same, but, I mean, that's going to be some com- right. competition from If you from have them. a recipe, yeah. you can look on the recipe and order it directly from Amazon Absolutely. Fresh. Absolutely. Right? You know, and there, I mean, there's others. and I, I'm with you, Troy. I, I think uh, – you know, I haven't used Blue Apron personally. Uh, we've used another one that you didn't even mention called Dinner Affair. I don't know if that's oh, might yeah, just no, be a local. Oh yeah, no, there's a bunch. I only I only touch the surface. There's a yeah, pile of these. It's just there, like you said. What are you going to do? There's no moat around it. That there's the barrier to entry is is very low, and the competition has yeah. become too saturated right. too quickly. Yeah, this I mean, to me is kind of like all the the uh, travel programs on the on the internet that. Uh, what you see is after they they get up and running, there's one or two that start dominating and buying up all the others. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, who knows if uh, Blue Apron's going to be the big, bad, uh, best one out there. But uh, I just really don't see anything that protects it from uh, from other businesses. Uh, guys, we do have uh, quite a few questions this week, so just as well dive into it. This is about a week and a half old now. Uh, we've got uh, Tony from Canton asking, I've heard your opinions on Amazon. I'm dying to know your opinions on Amazon buying Whole Foods. To me, the purchase doesn't make sense. Uh, is this just an investment for Amazon, a cash cow, or is Amazon really wanting to get in the groceries uh, but then I ask, why Whole Foods? That seems so specialized. Well, uh, specialized or not, it is kind of a top-tier grocer. Uh, but when you look at what's going on, Amazon Fresh is out there trying to uh, to make a, a push uh, into the market. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's not very widely used uh, at the moment. But if you think about what they did, and I'm with you, I wondered immediately, Whole Foods, this just doesn't make much sense. Uh, they, they, uh, the uh, announced price, $13.7 billion. Uh, Amazon's going to buy Whole Foods. But if you look at what it's done, there's several states that uh, have a Whole Foods market that do not have uh, exposure through Amazon Fresh, uh, starting with Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, Minnesota. I'm amazed that Minnesota doesn't have uh, uh, Amazon, Amazon Fresh. Fresh, but they don't. Alabama, Florida. I was kind of surprised at Florida as well. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Oregon, and Idaho. So right through the middle of the country, obviously they skipped over uh, uh, skipped over the Dakotas. I don't know why. North and South Dakota. There's a lot <laughs> of highly there. populated areas, right? <laughs> well, no. I, uh, <laughs> some probably wonder if they even really exist. I've been there to both of them, and I can attest that they they're really there. But uh, when you're there, you look around and you wonder if anyone else Why has ever found it. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> flat and desolate. It's a beautiful country, but man, is it ever flat. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so if you think about what they've done, they picked up uh, they picked up the potential for for growth in that um, uh, Amazon Fresh. If you look at what's going on, really with Whole Foods, uh, they're selling expensive now. It's not worth diving into. The the uh, list price was forty two dollars per share. Uh, which was about a 19, maybe 19 and a half percent um, premium to the to the place they were selling at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, they're selling over 42 dollars a share. I don't know why in the world the market would drive them above the the uh, listed target uh, for this buyout because I really don't see too many folks lining up to to uh, compete with Amazon for for buying out Whole Foods. So right. uh, this train has left the station, but. Um, I guess if you think of it from that angle, it, it really does seem to make a little more sense. Well, you think they're really trying to compete against Walmart, too? I mean, in that, that there's been a case to be made, I've heard, of the past week or so, that that's something, you know, <laughs> given that Amazon right. pretty much does what Walmart does, much more so online. Uh, but this is, is sort of a uh, uh, a product Sure, you know, or, or a market they're not in currently. And yeah, if you want to read about Amazon and the disruption that they've brought, you really don't have to look too far. And mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, I think by my my estimation anyway, uh, Walmart is is the the big gorilla in the room that's going to mm-hmm. be the one capable of competing. In fact, if you listen to Amazon, uh, some of the things that they talk about is trying to build out uh, better distribution and logistics, and maybe they want to run a trucking company like Walmart does. Um, it, you just and even you know the the difference that they're doing here, moving into a, a brick and mortar situation. They and it's not what got them there, and they're I still really going to brand the, the stores with the Whole Foods. They are, brand, yeah. Right? It's going to continue to operate under Whole Foods. The CEO is going to be the same. Uh, you know, if you look at profitability, both companies are approximately as one as profitable as the other. You look at Whole Foods, it seems that their growth is significantly lower. Uh, but I think it's something on the order of 346 stores that they pick up uh, by doing this. I, you, there's been so little said by management at Amazon that you don't really get the feeling that they're going to start closing those stores down. It doesn't seem yeah. reasonable that I mean, they would do it. Do you think that I mean, the, the plan is to try to expand the Amazon Fresh distribution through those Whole Foods retail locations? That's I mean, what that I have the, to assume is, is going on there. And, and they've even talked about that, you know, from an envious position with Walmart. Think about if you just thought of the store right. as a warehouse – uh, you've got that distribution. That's the reason that Walmart's got better distribution or better distribution potential, at least, than sure. uh, Amazon. So, uh, and you know what? But it's, so uh, I mean, I just don't think Whole Foods has that big of a footprint. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a head start for Amazon, and it's really about the synergy for them because they can they can jump into this business without having to build it out themselves. Right. And well, what is and there's a they, lot of overlap too. There's uh, you know the West Coast is is full of uh, these Whole Foods stores. Right. Uh, even places in the Northeast are are uh, pretty pretty robust with the the store offering. So, um, you know, all things considered, I think it does make sense from that angle. And if Whole Foods has been doing well in these other markets between the two coasts, uh, it gives them an opportunity to at least on a maybe a smaller localized level. Uh, to pick up some of that business as well. Where does the Amazon Fresh distribution come from now? Or, That's a good uh, question, Casey. I think they have regional 
uh, distribution, distribution centers. centers. And, and the yeah, thing is, and you're still massive. You still but are for the dealing fresh with part. I mean, that there, that just seems. Well, you're still dealing with a lot of perishable items. I think the profitability there is not going to be near as, as good as, uh, you know, uh, the the model of selling somebody else's goods through your electronic platform. Yeah. You uh, don't have to uh, maintain inventory and various other things that really got Amazon to where they are. Um, but... You know, when you stop and consider everything that's going on with them, I guess it makes a little sense. Uh, the thing that doesn't make sense is later on in the week, I saw they were talking about having some sort of a marriage with Darden restaurants. So this is uh, hmm. uh, Longhorn Steaks and, you know, uh, Olive Garden and, and those kind of businesses, which we're interested in because we recommend them. But good grief, are they going to own everything? I just I think don't. so. Uh, guys, this is the part of the show where we start talking about what's going to happen with the market. We all know Jarrett's proclivity for getting it absolutely well, wrong, we're so all we'll th- ask him first. We're all three going to be back here next week, so we'll hold each other accountable. That's we're right. Saying, Let's do that. Saying it's going down. Wow, market down. Well, i got to go up. And- yeah, I always tell you the market's going up because statistically it always does. Take care. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.